The views and opinions expressed during this program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of Cox Media Group Ohio. This hour is sponsored by There is a Season. This is WHIO's consumer warrior, Clark Howard. Beware scam artists in Dayton. I'll find you out. This is WHIO meteorologist, Kirsty Zantini. If weather breaks this hour, we will break it. And you're listening to an Ask the Expert weekend on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. There is a season turn, 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 and time to Well, good morning and welcome to There is a Season, the show about how we change, how we age, and how we care for one another. I'm Bob Wolf, And I'm Gloria Shanahan. Thank you for being with us this morning. We appreciate you spending a little bit of your time with us. And we've got a great show for you. So great, in fact, that you'll want to invite your family and friends to join us this morning. So send them a text. A Facebook message, uh, tweet to your friend, however you, you do all that stuff. You could even just call them up, Bob. You mean just call them like on a phone? Yeah. Just beep, yeah. beep, beep, beep. Or maybe a rotary dial. <laughs> to invite them to listen to the program here. Um, and, and you can catch it uh, locally, obviously, on the radio, or you can catch it across the nation and around the world at whio.com and through the iHeartRadio application. Now, if you would like to join in the conversation today, You'll want to have this phone number handy, 457-1290. That's 457-1290. Feel free to give us a call if you have a question or a comment you'd like to make. And if you'd rather not be on the air, like actually on the air, you can always leave a message with our top flight producer. Top flight. We only get the best here. There he is. There's Javon. And uh, for the first 10 callers today, we're going to give away an oar and a rubber raft for uh, (laughs) a... No, that's not true. So don't, don't call. Okay, don't call. But for the ladies, we might want to give away one of those, what do they call those plastic hair things? Yeah, Bob, I'm, I'm running in here and my hair's getting wet. I'm like, gosh, yeah. I'm about to be on the radio. Right. <laughs> uh. and, and, you're counting, <laughs> and you're counting the drops that are actually hitting the hair, counting by the second how wet you're getting before you come into the building. Yeah. So, I know it's, it's like a, I've got that natural curl thing, really. It's a you traumatic just don't see thing. it often, but it makes it all come out. Right. It's storneriness coming out of my head. Yeah, it uh, looks, like, uh, looks like Kaepernick hair today. So, hey. Uh, <clears throat> All right, so let's get into today's topic, Bob. Where would you live? Where'd you like to live? Uh, come again? Well, where would you live? It's a question we all likely face several times in our lives. For some, it's a question that they have to ask every few years. For others, they haven't had to ask the question about where they'd like to live for 40 years or more. But for millions of Americans, and especially our vintage citizens, the question of where and how to live becomes much more relevant and sometimes urgent with each year that passes. It's true. And while 90% of surveyed seniors indicate they'd rather stay in their own homes as part of, you know, some kind of an aging in place strategy, whether they would call it that or not, that may or may not be possible. Um, But it may also be a question of what constitutes home at a certain point in our lives. You know, how do we define that? Now, what we've found is that, as is the case with lots of topics we cover on there as a season. Terminology and language and categories and classifications are important when delineating the different residential options available to family. There's a tendency in our in our um, vernacular to kind of just throw a lot of stuff together. Um, what we're going to do today is to describe some of these options and kind of break them down so you can think of them somewhat more segmented uh, and try to add some clarity to this topic. Yeah, that's a good point, Bob, that you make about terminology because 
as a society, we tend to use verbal, like kind of shorthand sometimes when describing various things. Um, like dementia and Alzheimer's are synonymous for many people. But as listeners to this program would well know, dementia describes quite a number of types of cognitive impairment, right? Right, right. It's the big, it's the big it, conditional description. Dementia, right. right. While Alzheimer's is a specific disease, uh, a type of dementia, but yet a specific disease. Another example closer to this topic is how many people talk in very generic terms about senior residential living as nursing home care. Right. And I do think that's starting to dissipate the whole nursing home. Now I think that we have this generalized um, assisted living terminology. For, and for, there are many right. different types of for assisted the, living and levels. Yeah. And, and if you have some means and you can do that. Uh, I, th- I think the thing that we're, we're getting there is that you know, a lot of people will say kind of off the cuff, well, you know, my mom or dad's been in their house for a long, long time and so forth. And what, the, what are they going to do? Go to a nursing home? And, and that sort of <laughs> seems to be like the next stop, you know, on, on the bus. And I'm thinking what the, it's, it's usually not uh, that and, fast a transition. Yeah. And sometimes like I think you and I like, you know, we know what's out there. We know what's available. And so for some or for myself, even I think, well, this show, I mean, it's obvious there's all these new places going up. They have these different amenities, these different options. But for so many of our listeners, we believe that maybe you're not well-informed, so we're hoping to do that today. We'll try to at least fill in uh, some of the blanks. We're going to talk about various senior residential and care options that exist and what things you'll want to consider in determining, A, whether to make a move from a current resident. I mean, you know, that's the first thing you got to think about. And B, which option makes sense for you or for a loved one. This is one of those bread and butter or nuts and bolts kind of shows that can help you organize your thoughts on the topic of moving, if it's ever going to come up, if that's to happen. So you might want to take down some notes during the day. Now, before we can even examine the various housing options, we have to look at context. So where are we in our lives? Where are our loved ones in terms of their health? their mobility what about comfort and safety we also have to consider financial positions or how about this are they satisfied with their current living arrangement yeah that's a big thing right there you know and and very often the answer to these questions will be i'm just fine okay i mean we we had 90 percent of the people generally polled in this question say "I'm, i'm fine living at home right don't go worrying about me i like where i've been i've been here 35 years and i'm just fine and you know what? That may very well be the case for a lot of people. If you've lived in a home for 20, 30, 40, 50 years or more, you know the place like the back of your hand. You have a lot of memories there. You can navigate it in the dark if you had to, right? Right. Um, and it's also the place that you'd probably want to spend the rest of your days. It's, it's understandable. Yes, it is. But what can also happen, however, is that we can delude ourselves about the overall health of certain situations or maybe we just have some different opinions from other family members about what is appropriate and safe for our loved ones. And for you for you caregivers, it may be that you are worrying too much or that you have very real concerns about your loved one continuing to live in the same place for very much longer. These can be touchy things. You know, I'm, I'm sure people who have uh, been through this or are going through this now realize that it can be a, a, a tricky thing to talk about uh, in a significant number of family situations. Uh, a late stage move of some kind uh, often is appropriate for a variety of reasons. And uh, getting you from where you are today to planning for the transition, and I emphasize the word planning, is the trick. Like a lot of things in life, we put this stuff off. And it's one of the reasons that we did this show. The whole idea was to be proactive and to look at our lives and say, okay, 
I'm here at such and such an age in my life, but I know, like everybody else, I'm not going to be here forever, and things may change about my health or my finances or whatever. What position will I be in? Will I be living in the, in the, in the best all-around type place um, come another five years, come another 10 years? Uh, we don't like to talk about change. We don't like to talk about aging. We don't like to talk about frailty and loss of independence. We find it hard to strike a balance that respects everybody's wishes in the discussion. So we put it off. You know, whether a senior should move or not, you know, who wants to talk about that, right? So we're going to give you some things so that you can talk about it today. We're going to, we're going to help you answer the questions when to move, if at all, and where to move if they've cropped up in your family. Right. So most senior care experts and other senior transition professionals point to the following concerns when trying to evaluate whether a move for a senior makes sense or not. And what's the first, what's the first, you know, big thing that people look at? Yeah. So the first thing you have to look at are their physical and medical needs, right? So as you age, you may need some help with physical needs, including the activities of daily living, you know, and this can range from shopping, cleaning, cooking, maybe even looking after your pets, to intensive help with bathing, moving around, and even um, eating or preparing meals. You uh, also may need to have some increased help for any kind of medical needs. And this could arise oftentimes from a sudden condition, such as a heart attack or stroke, or a more gradual condition that slowly needs more and more care, such as any type of dementia or Alzheimer's disease. And, and there's a lot you can still do in the aging in place philosophy yes. to make a place inhabitable, whether that's putting rails in, whether that's changing the kind of door handles you have so it's easier for somebody to turn right. the knob, whether it's better lighting, whether right. it's removing uh, fall hazards, like we've talked during our fall safety uh, show, tripping over right. carpet and stuff. There's a lot and, you can do. Yeah. And if it's meals or, you know, if it's getting harder to prepare meals, you want your loved one to eat well. Um, you know, you can bring somebody in just for a few hours to, to cook some meals or you can hire some meals to be delivered to the home. So if somebody really wants to stay in their home, you know, there are some things you can do. And the the, the idea here, I guess, in, in having this conversation is we're not suggesting people necessarily go in with some kind of a formal audit on this kind of thing, but to have right. the conversation and for people to understand on both sides, you have to be sensitive about the loss of independence and a certain pride in people wanting to stay in their homes. But on the other hand, there come a point where you say, geez, you know, every time you take those stairs, um, you know, and try to go up and down. It's, it's a risk, you know. Right. And we ran some of this in my family and somebody was adamant about wanting to come out of the a medical situation right back to the house where they had to regularly go to the second uh, flight. And it was a recipe for disaster. Um, and they were insisting. And so there's a lot of friction as a result of that. Uh, what we were going to do to try to resolve that. The house, right. you know, could have accommodated a, a stair bedroom lift on, or a maybe stair even lift a stair or, lift. Put, or moving a bedroom to the lower floor, things like that and right. so forth. So, Physical and medical needs uh, are, are usually the first thing that crop up yeah. when people start saying, you know, is this house that I've been in for so long still appropriate? Uh, another thing to consider, though, is things like home maintenance, right? Yeah. Uh, if you're living alone, your current home may have become too difficult or too expensive to maintain. For a lot of people, honestly, it may be too difficult to run a vacuum cleaner once in a while. That's, oh, absolutely. that's not put down of anybody. It's just a, a question of how life changes, the, the ability or the fatigue factor, whatever you want to say. Right. But when there are things that need to be repaired, and that could be everything from you know cleaning out gutters to a leak, to a plumbing leak and so forth, what aptitude, what ability do people have, what financial wherewithal do they right. have 
to take care of things, especially in an older home that might have a lot of Or even of just lawn maintenance for any type of home. You know, if you can't mow the grass anymore, you'll need to, you know, hire that out. Right, right. And so these, yeah, you start saying, okay, well, this is how I lived at this point in my life where maybe I was very handy or I knew how to do this kind of thing, but perhaps my spouse is, is gone now and I can't do that or right. he's not around. What do I do? Right. So home maintenance issues, big thing. And a lot of times people will start to let things go. Right you know, over time. Right. Another one that's that's really important and often overlooked, I think, is social and emotional needs. As you age, you know, your social networks may change. Friends and families may not be close by or neighbors may move or pass on. You also may no longer be able to continue driving or maybe you don't have access to any public transportation in order to meet up with, you know, the friends or family. So you simply may want to expose yourself to more social opportunities and avoid becoming isolated and housebound. So once again, there's different options. You can find a different type of residential living situation or bring somebody in. Right, right. Or it just or, depends or, on how much yes. you want. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And of course, you, you can't you can't overlook the financial needs. We all have to have a budget at some point in our lives. Some of us, we've done shows on debt where we know we're living beyond our means and all that kind of thing. But your, your costs will shift. Uh, as your life progresses, right? Uh, modifying your home, long-term, long-term care, all of these things can become more expensive uh, later on. And you sort of have to be able to balance what your care needs are with what it's going to cost to stay in a certain place. It's not to say that a transition is not going to be expensive or potentially even more expensive, there's but you have to look at it in the whole, the, picture. In the whole picture. There's trade-offs. Right. Yeah. So just think about those things as you begin these conversations. Physical and medical needs home maintenance, social and emotional needs, and financial needs. It's a great place to start putting things in buckets and say, let's examine those things. As usual, the show is chock full of good stuff here, Gloria. And and the good news for you, me, and our friends listening is that there's more to come. But first, we have this. Mid pleasures and palaces, though we may roam, be it ever so humble, there's no place like home. <laughs> I thought that was appropriate for I haven't today. Heard, haven't heard that in a long time. That's, yeah. That's a good one. Hey, there's much more ahead today, including a look at the major options that are available for a move for yourself or for a senior loved one. Plus, we've got a preview of one senior living option that's become vital for certain people in our community. If you have a thought or a question about the show today, give us a call. 457-1290-937-457-1290. We'll continue right after this. You are listening to There is a Season on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Dayton and Springfield Station for 24-hour news, weather, and traffic. And our Ask the Expert weekends. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. It's time again for A. Brown & Sons Nursery's annual stock reduction auction of high-quality nursery stock. You can save hundreds, even thousands of dollars. The auction starts at 7.19 a.m. on Saturday, September 8th, and we'll have three auction rings running all day long, so come on out. You can jump in at any time. Brown's has over 10,000 shrubs, evergreens, shade trees, ornamentals, and perennials up for auction. A. Brown & Sons Nursery, located a half mile north of Phillipsburg on State Route 49, four miles north of I-70. Take exit 24. Take care of all your landscaping needs at huge savings that can't be matched anywhere. Go to brownsnursery.com to find out all the details. That's brownsnursery.com. Jot it down. The annual stock reduction auction happening Saturday, September 8th, starting at 719 a.m. and going all day long at A. Brown & Sons Nursery. Rain or shine, delivery will be available. For more details, check out brownsnursery.com. brownsnursery.com. 
at Miami Valley Gaming, a Buckeye in your pocket is lucky. Ooh, why am I yelling? Because our new Buckeyes are so lucky, this place is really buzzing. And with over 1,800 gaming machines, sometimes you need to speak up. So put a Buckeye in your pocket and come see for yourself. We're just off I-75 at exit 29. Miami Valley Gaming, get ready to get lucky. Must be 21. Gambling problem in Ohio? Call the gambling helpline at 1-800-589-9966. At Jeff Schmidt Auto Group, we have seven state-of-the-art service facilities. All seven locations have modern waiting areas with free amenities. Or drop off your car and drive off in one of our complimentary loaner vehicles. If you're too busy to come in on a weekday, schedule a Saturday appointment or use one of our 24-7 drop boxes. Your car will be taken care of by one of our certified technicians who are always kept up with the latest training. From an oil change to a major collision, come to Jeff Schmidt Auto Group and experience the advantage. The world never stops. It's constantly changing, evolving, moving forward. And so are we. Introducing Spectrum Mobile, built on America's largest and most reliable 4G LTE network. Combined with a nationwide network of Wi-Fi hotspots, free talk and text, and all designed to save you money. The best network, the best devices, the best value. Spectrum Mobile. Visit Spectrum.com today. Restrictions apply. When you're dealing with a disease as serious as cancer, you know that your treatment needs to be as individual as you are. You need professionals that make you feel that way. And at Dayton Physicians Network, that's what we do. We schedule our hours around you, evening, weekends, and an urgent care just for cancer patients. We want every minute of your care to make you feel as special as you are, to make you feel like you're at home. When you need us, come home to Dayton Physicians Network. Visit us at DaytonPhysicians.com. We're here for you. Could you retire sooner than you think and with greater financial security? Hello, I'm David Gaylor, president of Tradewinds Financial Group, and I'm also the author of Income Allocation. You will learn strategies to create a dependable, sustainable, and predictable income stream for your retirement. You'll also learn critical information about the two risks you must manage for a successful retirement. Learn more about these strategies and give Tradewinds Financial Group a call. 800-385-0437. That's 800-385-0437. And what a beautiful day today at the old ballpark. Uh, breaking the action in time for one of the fans' favorites, the Kiss Cam. And oh, check this guy out. He's too busy enjoying his bucket of chicken to give his girl a kiss. People are starting to boo him. Oh, oh, oh now, now they're cheering because it's Lee's famous recipe chicken. Oh, we can't blame him for that. Right now at Lee's, get the spicy jumbo dippers combo, including one side, a biscuit, and a regular drink for only $4.99. Lee's, famous for chicken. Life doesn't stop on the weekends and neither do you. So we understand that it can be hard to find the time to shop for a mattress. This is Robin Trzynski of the Original Mattress Factory, and we have a completely new website designed to help you simplify the mattress shopping experience. Check out our products, view our prices, and even place an order for pickup, local delivery, or to have it shipped outside of our delivery area. Just visit OriginalMattress.com and find a thoughtfully made, honestly priced mattress of your own. The original mattress factory. Great beds, no bull. Rain likely today could be heavy at times. We'll keep things cloudy and cool with highs in the mid to upper 60s. I'm meteorologist Josh Poland on the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. It's our Ask the Experts weekend on the Miami Valley Radio Station with breaking news, weather and traffic, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. 
Welcome back to There is a Season. I'm Bob. And I'm Gloria. Yes, you are. How would people get in touch with us today? 457-1290 to get on board today. Are you or a family member thinking it's time to make a transition from your home to another kind of senior living? There are options. Lots Lots of them. them. Lots of them. There are. And you're tuned in to the very best show for learning about them and evaluating them. Give us a call if you have a question or comment. Four five seven twelve ninety. Is this really the best show, or have we just talked ourselves into that? I think. No, you have talked yourself into that. I think it is I'm the a best show. Humble, pound for pound, all across this fruited plain, as Rush would say. Okay, so we, we talked in the opening segment here about the the major things that tend to be the catalysts for having mm-hmm. this conversation. So you got physical and medical needs. You've got home maintenance issues, right? You've got. Um, financial needs, and you also have social needs and mobility issues and so forth. These are the things that tend to prompt the conversation and maybe where you want to start with a loved one or with your family saying, okay, all right, let's examine three or four things in each of those categories, see if they're issues or not, right? Right. Inevitably, though, any discussion about a change of, and particularly a change in residence, creates tension, creates anxiety, anxiety. And it, it, it's due to a lot of things. There's a loss of independence. Well, you know, I got to give up. It, it, the house becomes a symbol for my independence. I've been here. This is my territory, my privacy, and right. so forth. And there's that fear of the unknown. And also, you start questioning if you're making the right decision. I, I just think it's so hard for people. So you have to come to terms with changes in your level of independence. You have to really take a good look at that. And what are some ways that people can do that, Bob? Well, I think people need to be really open, uh, and and that's hard. There's a certain humility that comes in here when when it comes to communicating needs and to your family or, or, or to your loved ones. Uh, a lot of us don't want to say that we have a, a need or or any kind of a frailty or weakness because we don't want to be a burden, right? And we hear that a lot. We don't want to be a burden, well, but in point of fact, true, there are yes. things that we could use help with, and it takes periodically just saying, okay, I, I, I understand my limits. I understand my, uh, you know, whatever weakness might be or some need that I have. I need to be able to enunciate that. I need to be able to somehow get that out. If it means just putting it on a piece of paper, sending a note to someone saying, I want to talk about this. Right. That's step one. Right. And listen to um, your, your loved ones, your children about what they also think are their concerns right you may and, not and have some considered of these, some of these some things. of these you might push off the table and say we're not going to worry about that today right but others you will deal with right another thing to keep in mind is to be patient with yourself right losses are a normal part of aging and losing your independence is not a sign of weakness you can allow yourself to feel sad or frustrated about changes in your housing situation or other aspects of your life without beating yourself up or labeling yourself as you know being a burden or a failure not able to do things any longer Try to be open to new possibilities. This is something that I've, I've seen in my own family too. When, when things change, perhaps a spouse has passed on and so forth, the life, your life may change, the picture of your life. And it doesn't have to be one storyline. It doesn't have to be, well, gee, my life was about this. It's only going in this one direction. Your life may change. It may change for the better. And there may be some new possibilities you can factor in there. It's a hard thing to sometimes convince yourself of, but that's something that we would yeah, also you, recommend. Right, exactly. Then find a way of accepting help that makes you comfortable. It can be tough, you know, to strike a balance between accepting help and at the same time maintaining as much of your independence as possible. But try to remember that many people will feel good about helping you. And if it makes it easier, you know, offer to trade chores or, well, if you would do this for me, I'd I'd be able to help you with this, you know. 
When we come back after the news, we're going to talk about how you can also try to help someone else deal with a loss of independence. And we're also going to talk about the senior residential options because we know it's a tough thing to think about, a hard thing to decide. The good news is that there are lots of options for you and for your family. Where do you want to live? What choices would you like to have? We're going to get into all of that right after the news. You are listening to There is a Season on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. It's an Ask the Experts weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news weather and traffic station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. This is the station Dayton turns to first for live team coverage of breaking news. WHIO Dayton Springfield. Your news starts now. Depend on it. It's 930. I'm Jonah Adi with a WHIO News Update. Our top story we're following this morning got flood watches throughout the Miami Valley that have lasted through most of the overnight hours and into this morning. We'll give you a look at what we can expect from Mother Nature going forward. A wet weekend on tap. I'm meteorologist Josh Poland. Your exclusive WHIO forecast is coming up. Well, WHIO triple team traffic. As of right now, the Miami Valley is looking all clear by way of accidents are concerned. Not seeing anything major that's going to cause any slowdowns for you. We are getting reports of of a tree down on Imperial Woods Road in Washington Township, however. And it's our top story. It's a dreary Saturday for us in the Miami Valley, and you can thank the remnant of Tropical Storm Gordon for these conditions. The winds have been gusty at times, and so far we've seen cooler temperatures. Rainy conditions throughout the weekend, and that rain could be heavy at times. We're looking at anywhere from, say, three to six inches of rain as we head through the weekend. That's meteorologist Josh Poland. He's got the exclusive WHIO forecast coming up in just minutes. Now to Yellow Springs, where the high school principal is on leave since oh, that has been on leave since March, has resigned. Tim Cryer has a separation agreement with the school that will pay him a full salary until next April. Cryer went on a medical leave a day after a Yellow Springs student reported sexual assaults involving one or more students. That's WHIO's Ron Otto. Officials say it's not he is not a suspect in the assaults. Well, the Dayton Flyers are back in action later this afternoon in Cape in Cape Gerdeo, Missouri. The Flyers will play Southeast Missouri for the second straight year. UD won last year at Welcome Stadium. In his weekly coaches show Monday night, Coach Rich Chamberlain expects a tough battle today. They've scheduled us for family weekend, so I think they're pulling out all the stops. That's WHIO's John Tisdall. Our pregame coverage begins at 1.30. Kickoff is at 2 o'clock with Larry Hanskin and Mike Kelly here on the home of the Flyers. Let's get a look at our exclusive weather forecast. Now, here's meteorologist Josh Poland. Rain likely today could be heavy at times. We'll keep things cloudy and cool with highs in the mid to upper 60s. I'm meteorologist Josh Poland on the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Well, the latest scan of the Doppler 7 radar is showing the Miami Valley still basically blanketed with rain. Now, with that said, you'll probably expect varying amounts of intensity as far as that rain is concerned. The least you'll probably see is a drizzle, but just about everybody's going to get some of that here today. Seeing the clearest parts now still in the southernmost part of the Miami Valley in Warren and Clinton counties. Other patches of clear spots are popping up here and there, but they don't last for long. It's 63 degrees in Troy, 64 in Springfield, 64 in Dayton at 933. I'm Jonah Adi on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Depend on it. When the kettle whistles like that, it means it's um, done. Oh, 
Right. You've got that thousand-yard stare. At one in the morning, what gives? It's Medicare. I need to pick a plan. I get it. You used to have an HR person for this sort of stuff. Exactly. And now... You're the HR person. I don't want to be the HR person. You don't have to be if you pick Anthem Medicare. With their shopping tool, you just answer eight simple questions to find a plan that's best for you. Are they actually simple? Yeah. No PhD necessary. Sounds good. Now, what are we drinking? A little passion flower action what? <laughs> Whatever my wife buys. Okay. Not a tea guy. Got it. Go to bed. For all the things that keep you up at night, Anthem Medicare has a solution, like their simplified online Medicare shopping tool. Eight simple questions to find a plan that's best for you. Anthem Blue Cross and Blue Shield. Rest easy. Anthem Blue Cross and Blue Shield is the trade name of Community Insurance Company. Anthem is a Medicare Advantage and prescription drug plan with a Medicare contract. Enrollment in Anthem depends on contract renewal. This is Clark Howard. If breaking news happens, we break in anytime. The Miami Valley's only radio station for 24-hour breaking news, weather and traffic. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Welcome back to There is a Season. I'm Bob. And I'm Gloria. This is the show about how we change, how we age, and how we care for one another. And just to show you perspective, Gloria has come to the other side of the world here to see how you push certain buttons to make the whole show work. I'm in training in case Bob is ever sick. In case I go down in the middle of a show, and we've got Javon, of course, in the next room to to watch things. So we're going to take our call here in a minute, but the first thing you have to do is to come over here and slide that button up there. Push that right there. Okay, slide it up Keep going. Yeah, yeah. And then you push this on thing right there. Go ahead. Yeah. On. And And then we have a and then, no, right? no, not yet. No, no. no you got to come over here and push, there, push right there, that button right up there, and go. Welcome to uh, There's a Season. You there, Bernie? Yes, I am. I, I, I'm laughing because you're telling Gloria how to do all this different stuff. I'm she, behind the actual big board. She's behind. She's actually, she's running the ship right now. I am. Hey, that's called change. <laughs> <laughs> it's but, not always good, probably, either. Well, I'm going to tell you something. I used to be able to see well enough to do everything myself. And then when I lost myself and I needed help with housework and stuff and going to the grocery, I thought, you know what? Although I need the help, it's a great way to gain friends. Mm-hmm. That's an excellent That's- way to look at it. And I, and I look at, uh, like, I've moved from one place to another, and I've always looked at moving as, as something exciting because although I can't see, I pack my own stuff and I think of the accomplishment of the work. Yeah, there, there's a vulnerability, I think, that people are, are anxious about, that somehow or another, because there's change in a lifetime, that it's, that it's always going to be bad. We tend to, we tend to think the worst, that somehow or another, this could be threatening to me, or so I'm going to lose something, instead of the things we may gain from that. Well, right? yeah, well, I've always tried to look at it that way, and that's my advice to everybody. When you, want, when you have to change, think of it as a potential gain. Right. Mm-hmm. Bernie, you are just such an inspiration to all of us, and so positive, and I just love it when you call in and, and give us your, your thoughts. Well, thank you, Gloria. I'm glad you see it that way. And by the way, since you're behind the thing pushing the buttons, uh-huh. accept the change is positive. <laughs> That's right. And I love being in control anyway. So, you know, this is good. The sec- <laughs> second part of this is she wants to put me out in the hallway for some reason. I, I'm not too, not too thrilled with that, but, you know. Change is positive, right? Yeah, I remember what Bernie just said. <laughs> Thanks for calling. Thanks, Bernie. All right, guys, take care. Uh, right, bye-bye. Bye. He, he does have a good. He good has such on a this. good outlook, and he's so positive. He makes the best out of his situation. Yes, he does. And he doesn't. Um, he doesn't make the focus about what he can't do or what he doesn't have. 
Now, you know, in our culture, when you hear the word independence, people immediately uh, attach all kinds of positives to that. And they say, yes, this is the country of independence. And, you know, I'm supposed to take care of myself and all that kind of thing. And any change to that is, is as I alluded to before, was, you know, presumably negative. But the fact is, a change in one's living arrangement may prolong independence. Accepting some kind of assistance or some kind of a modification to what we're currently uh, you know, going through, where, where we're living, may actually improve our independence as opposed to delaying things too late and having to make some more radical change later on where there's that's a bigger true. loss of independence. That's so true. And that's in line with what he was saying. Yeah, and often people don't look at it that way, right? Yeah. So um, another thing is, you know, help your loved one cope with that loss of perceived independence or the perceived loss. Encourage your loved one to stay active and maintain relationships with friends and family and to keep an open mind about new interest, such as, you know, maybe trying um, even somewhere to just go for the day to be mm-hmm. with others, you know, that are also having challenges doing everything right. for themselves. These don't have to be all or just, nothing kind of things. Right. I mean, a trial run uh, in, in in any change that we're considering here could be important. Maybe, maybe you want to bring somebody in here to do in-home care services. Maybe someone in a family is going to change their work situation. You know, that's something we, we sometimes to shy away from too. We might have two people who are caring for a senior and, and maybe, uh, maybe they both have jobs and so forth. Well, there are points in a lifetime. We do this a lot of times when we stop down for maternity leave and the raising of children. Right. There may be a point later on in life where people have to say, we're not going to have two careers. It is an important part of our family's mission to be present right. to folks, right? So maybe we modify our work situation a little bit. We find a different career, a way to work out of a home when we're t- taking care of somebody else. Maybe go part-time instead of part-time. full-time. Right. Little, right. Just trial runs for doing things uh, make bigger changes a lot easier. Right. Right. And another thing um, would be not to expect to handle all care yourself. There's only 24 hours in a day. And you need to be able to balance your own health, family, work, and finances. Caregiving can start with small assistance and then grow to an all-encompassing task. Right. So getting help is not a sign of weakness. It means you care enough about your loved one's health and safety to realize when the responsibility is just becoming too great. Now, we've got uh, we've got a range, as we said, of, of different possibilities. Let's start with the one that's most obvious, which is... With Aging in place, right? That's right. what a lot of people like to talk about. And they'll look at uh, the professionals will look at things like the activities of daily living. Okay. How can we evaluate what are you still able to do while staying in your home? Um, it obviously has you the, the advantage of keeping you in a familiar place where you know your neighbors, you know your community, right. you, you, know, you know which window the sun comes up in and which one it sets in. There's a wide range of services, though, that can be added to a situation. Mm-hmm. In addition to modifications that'll make aging in place a better thing than it currently is. And perhaps you haven't reviewed these. Perhaps you've done incremental things over the years. But that's obviously the first choice here. Right. And you've talked about several of those, you know, having a wheelchair ramp or bathtub railings. Widening and, doors. And so yeah. Forth. Emergency response system, you know, like, um, you know, like a life alert type mm-hmm. of thing. Right. So things to consider would be um, if you want to stay at home, it may be a good option if and there's some things that we're going to point out to you. I guess I'll point those you out. Point, you point the first one. Out. Okay, so it may be a good option if you have a close network of nearby family, friends, and neighbors. Another thing is transportation, right? Uh, especially if, let, let's say someone has maintained uh, their home and they're staying there and you've decided you're going to continue to stay there. But maybe you can't drive. Maybe you can't get around as much. 
well, how accessible is transportation? Is that transportation going to be, you know, arranged privately through a family member or through friends, or is it going to be something like using uh, one of these mobility programs right. from from the local, you know, transit uh, right. company or authority? Right. Uh, how safe is the neighborhood? That's something else to consider. If the neighborhood has changed over lots and lots mm-hmm. of years, you may have some consideration to say, "Gee, you know, uh, maybe it is time to move on." Right. A couple other things to consider is. Can your home even be modified to reflect your changing needs? You know, if you've got a ton of steps at your front door, you might not be able to really modify that appropriately. Um, Can your home and yard, um, can that maintenance, can it be maintained or is it too overwhelming? Right? Right. Uh, We've talked about your physical and medical needs, of course. How much care is required? Uh, Is that care uh, something that you're going to be able to um, continue or increase over time by staying in the current home? Um, do you have the personality to reach out and ask for help? I mean, this is a consideration too. If you're a shy person or if you're someone who's not had a big social network, you're going to be that much more isolated as the years go on. And when you need help, it may be more difficult to, to ask for it at that point. Right. Right. So a lot of considerations now also within the aging in place comes a kind of a, a, a second piece in there, which I would say is aging with family in place. And so there has been a move in some cases to be able to put in the in-law suite or for families to come back together the way they tended to be 30, 40, 50 years Mm -hmm. ago when you had multi-generation households. And that's another form of aging in place if someone can be around family but still have their independence yeah. of, of their own section of the and home. That, and that trend is kind of on the upswing. Um, just quickly, you know, went to this year's Cincinnati's um, Homorama. And I'd say five out of the 10 homes had in-law quarters right on the same property. So people are starting to think about that right. as an option. Another thing that doesn't exist a lot around here, but it does in some larger urban areas, is this thing about called the village concept. Now, now they've they've done a lot of this in in Florida. Arizona. They've done this in Boston. They've done it in some other places where yeah. uh, people may live in a certain area that is embedded right within a whole range of different services. So you may have a local store there. You might have the library. You might have a senior center. You might have. A recreation center, oh. all immediate to where you're living. Yeah, and this is maybe if you want to move to Florida, they have these these concepts, you know, and it's most it's all seniors. Right. So, so if, you, if you're yeah. going to do any researching on this and maybe there is a larger geographic move in place, then think about the village concept, because, again, those services are what build out a quality of life for a lot of different people. Right. Now, here's a here's kind of a uh, uh, one that a lot of people have heard about. Independent living. So that's a general name for any housing arrangement that's designed exclusively for seniors. Other terms might include retirement communities, retirement homes, senior housing and senior apartments. Now, these could be apartment complexes, condominiums, or even freestanding homes. In general, the housing is friendlier to older adults. It's more compact, easier to navigate, and it does often include help with outside maintenance. Sometimes recreational centers or clubhouses are also available on site. Now, you might want to consider independent living if you see needing minor assistance with activities of daily living, right? Right, right. Maybe you'd want to consider independent living if you'd like a place that doesn't require a lot of maintenance and upkeep. Or that, you know, this is a big one, I think. If you like the idea of socializing with peers and having activity options nearby, I think that that's a good reason. And another thing to consider it is if you don't want to live exclusively with others your own age, there are alternatives to an independent living community. And you can, like Bob said, consider moving in with a family member, simply moving to a more accessible apartment or condo. Right. 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 
Now, another big category, of course, uh, is assisted living. And this is sometimes one of those situations where the decisions made primarily based on cost, whether or not you can afford the transition to assisted living. And it's no small thing. When you're talking about people who've lived in a house a long time, very often that mortgage is paid off. So the housing cost becomes a much smaller component when you're dealing mainly with taxes and utilities and so yes. forth, as opposed to maybe, maybe what you would uh, pay for an assisted living. And it can vary wildly, uh, widely. In our, uh, what's the national medium for that again? So, well, in, this, in the state of Ohio the, and across the country, actually, the national median is about $3,500 a month up to about $45,000 a year. Mm-hmm. And here in the state of Ohio, you're looking at about $118 per day for assisted living, which equals 3600 a month and approximately $43,000 a year. And, and That's this, here. Right. And that and this is something <laughs> to consider, okay? If you've got let, let's say you live out in this part of the country where our housing costs are not that significant, but you have family in California, you have family on the East Coast. The East Coast is where they're going to get you. One of those transitions might simply be, okay, You've been there forever. Even if your house is paid off, you're at a great distance from me. Living here, if you're going to move to assisted living, is a lot cheaper than oh trying yeah. to do it you, back you there. You want to do Massachusetts? Uh, the number jumps by about twenty grand a year. It's sixty-five, approaching sixty-six thousand dollars a year average versus the forty-three here. Right now, assisted living comes in various stages or levels of care. Uh, it's uh, it can include uh, residential, you know, board care. Uh, adult care. Um, it can be an adult group home. There can be different kinds of care facilities. Uh, in general, this housing option is for those who need help with some activity of daily living on a regular basis. This could be even just the administering of medications. It could be, for instance, in diabetes, someone needs to have their sugar tested uh, and, and their insulin adjusted and so forth. The cost tends to vary, as we said, according uh, to the region of the country, but also and to the, the level. level of yeah. help. Mm-hmm. Um, but very often that you're in a situation now where staff is available 24 hours a day at some level. Um, you may have an apartment style uh, set up. You might have some kind of a scaled down galley type kitchen or some some area of the main living area, which is a kitchen. Mm-hmm. You may have an additional bedroom. Um, you might have to uh, share a room uh, unless you're you know, willing to pay higher costs. Most facilities have a dining area and common areas for social and recreational activities. Right. So that's a, that's a big bucket that a lot of people are looking at now. Yeah. So, you know, you might want to consider this as a good choice. If you don't need round-the-clock medical care um, or the, you know, 24-7 supervision of a nursing home, um, you know, if you just need more help with um, personal care services that are, that are feasible really in your own home. Now, in, in nursing care, which, you know, I'm glad you mentioned that, uh, that, that is sort of the, uh, and we'll come back to the continuing care environment, which is, is something that's become much more popular. But in the, in the nursing care arena, this is a place where um, many people will go for full-time Like hospital type of care. Right, right, right. It's not the default. So a lot of people who want to say, okay, I'm going to go into nursing. It's not the default that is not, it's, for most yeah, people. Yeah, it's not a term to be used lightly. Right. So this is usually a situation where medical and personal care needs have become too great to handle at home or in some other residential environment. You need a, usually a higher level of care after hospitalization. Yeah, also. and that can be temporary that in that situation. That can be a temporary thing, right, in a rehab thing. Right. Some places are trying to create a range of opportunities, Yeah, right? continuing care retirement communities are often a really great choice if, for instance, you know, if you go to a continuing care retirement community, that will um, include... Areas for independent living, 
assisted living, and nursing home care in one location. And this is so that seniors can stay in the same general area as their housing needs change over time. So there's normally the cost of buying a unit, um, usually in the independent stage in the community, as well as monthly fees that increase as you require higher levels, levels of care. And it can also mean that spouses can still be very close to one another, even if one of you require a higher level of care. Everybody's on the same campus and you don't ever have to leave, you know, that general area that you've become accustomed to. So that that's a lot of the options. And, and I would encourage families to kind of put put these down on paper and say, do any of the are these real uh, do they relate to our situation? Aging in place, which can include having the person stay where they are, right? Or maybe you move into a, a home that's in existence for, of, of a sibling or for a child or whatever you you combine. Or sometimes really. a child moves in with you if they're you know maybe single. Right. The the village uh, idea if it's appropriate in your area of the country. Independent living assisted living, nursing care, but also this idea of the continuing care environment. Now, there are a lot of different financial factors to look at. Some of these places require a buy-in. Some of them have higher fees and lower fees. It's going to take some work to, to get these things nailed down, but that's a good way to kind of look at the universe of opportunities. Right. There. And there's a newer concept as well. I'd say within the last mm, decade, maybe a little, maybe the last 12 to 15 years, um, it all began. And that would be memory care. Right. Or Alzheimer's specialty care. And that would be for those that, you know, it, it truly could be these people could be very mobile, but their memory, they have serious memory issues. And so those are like lockdown units, but, um, but otherwise continual. They're, and their health may be fine in other it, ways. Right. 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 And so that's um, if you see memory care, that's what that's about. You want data? You want statistics? You want more information? Well, we've got all of that Baba. for you, courtesy of the CDC. We're going to come back and tell you about a site they've got and a long-term survey they do to talk about all of this long-term uh, care type stuff. Plus, we're going to preview some upcoming shows, including one involving a special area of residential housing that's very important, in fact, critical to our community. And we'll talk about that next. Stay with us. You're listening to There is a Season on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. When the Miami Valley gets hit with breaking news, severe weather, or traffic tie-ups, depend on us for up-to-the-minute information. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. At James Free Jewelers, we love our heroes in uniform. And it shows with our preferred pricing program. We're proud to offer an extra 15% savings to all active military, veterans, police, firefighters, and emergency medical responders. It's just our way of honoring those who serve our country, our community, and those who make the daily sacrifice, who work hard to protect us and spend so much time away from their families. We invite you special men and women to our showroom where you'll be treated with respect and honored with our best price, plus an extra 15% off. If you wear a uniform and you're among those who serve and protect us, or a veteran, all of us at James Free stand with you. Because at James Free, we know that sound isn't noise, but the sound of freedom. 3100 Far Hills Avenue in Kettering, James Free Jewelers. 
It's time again for A. Brown & Sons Nursery's annual stock reduction auction of high-quality nursery stock. You can save hundreds, even thousands of dollars. The auction starts at 7.19 a.m. on Saturday, September 8th, and we'll have three auction rings running all day long, so come on out. You can jump in at any time. Brown's has over 10,000 shrubs, evergreens, shade trees, ornamentals, and perennials up for auction. A. Brown & Sons Nursery, located a half mile north of Phillipsburg on State Route 49, four miles north of I-70. Take exit 24. Take care of all your landscaping needs at huge savings that can't be matched anywhere. Go to brownsnursery.com to find out all the details. That's brownsnursery.com. Jot it down. The annual stock reduction auction happening Saturday, September 8th, starting at 719 a.m. and going all day long at A. Brown & Sons Nursery. Rain or shine, delivery will be available. For more details, check out brownsnursery.com. brownsnursery.com. Tour our new modern apartments at Ohio Living Mount Pleasant and experience the beauty of an all-inclusive independent lifestyle for yourself at an affordable cost. The new Mount Pleasant North Apartments feature modern floor plans, open kitchens, walk-in showers, and private laundry rooms. Reserving apartments now. Ohio Living Mount Pleasant has been a trusted life plan community since 1953. Call 513-539-7760 for more information or visit ohioliving.org. And what a beautiful day today at the old ballpark. Uh, break in the action in time for one of the fans' favorites, the Kiss Cam. And oh, check this guy out. He's too busy enjoying his bucket of chicken to give his girl a kiss. People are starting to boo him. Oh, oh, oh now, now they're cheering because it's Lee's famous recipe chicken. Oh, we can't blame him for that. Right now at Lee's, get the spicy jumbo dippers combo, including one side, a biscuit, and a regular drink for only $4.99. Lee's, famous for chicken. Are you sure you know what you're doing with that thing? How hard can it be? Just fire it up, aim, and shoot. Frank, you're blowing the siding right off the house. Turn her off, honey. Turn her off. Well, that didn't quite go as planned. Fungus on your siding, black stains on your roof? Let the pros at Ohio Power Wash take care of it. Their special low-pressure wash is gentle on your house while still killing and removing any fungus and black stains. Call 550-OHIO or ohiopowerwashllc.com. When you find the perfect home, we've got the perfect loan. Abbey Credit Union has mortgages made easy. You pick the promo, $500 off closing costs, or free home warranty. Visit us in Vandalia or Troy or at abbeycu.com. Don't let the heat beat you down this summer. A new carrier system installed by Integrity Heating and Cooling can help you keep cool. Contact us today to find out how our new systems can save you thousands in energy bills. Integrity Heating and Cooling, along with Carrier. Turn to the experts. Rain likely today could be heavy at times. We'll keep things cloudy and cool with highs in the mid to upper 60s. I'm meteorologist Josh Poland on the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Dayton and Springfield Station for 24-hour news, weather and traffic and our Ask the Expert weekends, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Welcome back to There is a Season. I'm Bob. And I'm Gloria. And next week we're going to have microphone practice with Gloria. She can try all the different microphones in the big studio here. It'll be, eventually you'll be running the Star Trek uh, this know, whole spaceship. It does here. look like yeah. a spaceship in here yes, with the does. curve. With of all the... the blinking lights and everything. Oh, they just make me so anxious. There's too many blinking lights. Hey, we were talking today about uh, 
uh, various residential housing options. And there is a big resource here. If you really want to get all geeked out on this stuff, there's studies and facts mm. and survey there's data and so out forth. There. The CDC, your government site here, cdc.gov, does something called the National Study of Long-Term Care Providers. The National Study of Long-Term Care Providers. And on that page, which is at cdc.gov slash NC... HS. Uh, there's a whole bunch of different studies down there that get into uh, the things you need to ask, how to advocate for people, um, you know, the, the, the distribution of what kind of care is available in different parts of the country, uh, costs, and all kinds of information. So if you really want to get into the data, that's a great resource to be able to look up some information when you're going to have a conversation. So remember some of the things we told you today. Think about these buckets of conversation and start the process have some conversation. It's, you know, don't be afraid. Now, coming up here in the next several weeks, we've got some other great programs. Name one. Well, we've got a number of medical shows coming your way, including an all-new show on dental implants. Are they right for you? And what's new with this technology? We're also going to be talking about the grievance culture, how every gripe is a cause, and, and Gloria has plenty of I'm raising of them. my hand. She yes, has, I've got some has, grievances right everything here. everything has become this, politicized. Now, uh, we have a running joke in our family, though. Do you walk out or do you sit in? Which one is it nowadays? I, are, you I, walking, are you fully woke? I'm only partially woke. I need a little bit more coffee. What else is coming up? Oh, so Medicare with Jim Spaulding from Medicare Planning of Dayton. He always gives great information for those approaching the Medicare enrollment. And next week, we're going to have Tim Beat of St. Mary's Development Corporation, one of the brightest minds around the whole topic of housing for seniors, and especially for those low-income seniors needing quality housing and access to a range of social services. Nobody does it in this region better than SMDC. Tim will join us next week right here. And we have this thought for you today. If a man does not make new acquaintances as he advances through life, he will soon find himself left alone. A man should keep his friendships in constant repair. To let friendship die away by negligence and silence is certainly not wise. It is voluntarily to throw away one of the greatest comforts of this weary pilgrimage. And that is our reflection for today. It is. So a, be nice to me, Bob. Not, I'll try, I'll try to be trying to be nice to her. <laughs> Keep her microphone on here. Thanks for walking with us today. We appreciate you being here. We hope, sincerely hope you found some useful information and inspiration for having good conversation with your family. Remember, dear friends, seek grace in every step. Do not regret growing older. It is a privilege denied to many. Please join us again next week at 9 o'clock right here. For my dear friend and co-host Gloria, for our producer Javon, and everyone who makes the show possible, I'm Bob Wolf. You've been listening to There is a Season on AM 1290 and News 95.7. WHIO, have a blessed week. From our downtown Dayton McAfee Heating and Air Studios, WHIO AM Dayton, WHIO FM Pleasant Hill, a Cox Media Group station.